0: I started with the throat clearings is a very serious subject and you're supposed to harumph before you talk about very serious. subjects. <laughs> so we got to uh, listener letters and we've combined them and we're actually going to handle it in two episodes. Um, so thank you for writing in. That always feels very cool because sometimes it feels like our podcast is like dropping out into the void um and then like we hear from 20 people and we're like yay we did a thing so we love hearing from you guys mm-hmm. but there were
1: chuck k and karen s are yeah. the two biggest ones that have requested this episode or episodes Excellent.
0: yeah so we're going to give you double your pleasure bum, bum, bum. Now, um with significators first we're going to talk about or we did talk about why they're used and some really good resources on them. And now we're going to talk about whether we use them or not. And I'm going to go last. <laughs> no,
1: don't do this again to us. <laughs> uh,
0: listen, I I have the kind of energy that takes all of the air out of a room on occasion. I'm aware of this. So <laughs> I find that it's better <laughs> not <laughs> that I close the shit out because i'm loud and obnoxious
2: and also there, I want to say. have the last word
0: you're no, not wrong girl like try to act <laughs> like you caught me at something i'm like so serious
1: but you realize that the leo has access to this recording so she's true whatever all, the of, fuck
0: she all was of, a of a sudden jamie is last and i'm ah, like hey, hey. Hey, I mean, I'm still going to interrupt you guys. Don't be silly, but, um, <laughs> but I think, you know, I think that all of our processes have evolved since we put first picked up our little decks of the devil's Uno. So why don't we start with, did you use them when you're starting out and why, and then do you use them now and why, or why not? So, um, I'm going to start with Hillary. So her eyes do that thing. Thank you. <laughs> the wide-eyed I, stare. I aim.
2: I aim to please. Um, <laughs> you know. Fortunately, I think I avoided this whole question of significators because it wasn't with the companion pamphlet that went with the deck of cards that <laughs> Wait, I first a minute. started you using. Con-
1: yeah, maybe we should so, start sending in a pamphlet with all this.
2: But I mean, it, it, it. Okay, so my first deck was the Tarot Nova, and it came out of. Um, A fortune telling kit that also had a like a tiny book of palmistry and and it was like eight by 11 and it had this it really was a pamphlet it wasn't a little white book at all it was a pamphlet size eight and a half by 11 um brochure like thing where it had the meanings and it had um a beginner spread that was four cards. And it was like, what to ponder, what to do. And they didn't talk about significators in the pamphlet. So I just went by the pamphlet and I felt like I was always going to be on book quote unquote forever, always having to like card, pamphlet, pamphlet, card. What does it, (laughs) but I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know about significators until way into when I was finally off book where I was exploring different decks, um, you know, actually professionally reading, getting paid for readings. And then I heard about significators and I'm just like, uh, what's that? and oh shit should I should I be
0: doing that man yeah right that sounds like I should be
2: And then it was the same thing that happened with, for me with reversals, you know, and we did talk about reversals in one of our previous episodes. Um, That's part of the reason why I do read with reversals, because I thought I had to, because I thought it's just like, oh, I'm not a real tarot card reader unless I know how to read with reversals, Um, because that was part of the little pamphlet that I used with my first deck, but significators wasn't. So um, do I, did I use them when starting out? No, because I didn't know. Do I use them now? No, because I I it's like I think of significator as the first card that comes up in a reading. Like whether it's in the Celtic cross, like I know that's not the right, right way to think about it because it's not technically the significator card, which you're choosing intentionally, but I shuffle and when I shuffle or my client shuffles, and the first card that comes out, it's like this is you in your current situation that's basically the significator to me. So I guess I choose the significator randomly or as random as tarot seldom is. (laughs) So
1: that's me. There you
0: go. I like it. Succinct. Eh? And and it it touches again on that, like this way is the only way trope that we keep running into with with our tools. Mm -hmm. You have to do this. You have to do that. And if you learn from different sources... (laughs) what you have to do as a tarot reader reader is entirely different than what I had to do because I read a different book. So, you know, it, it not only like, I think is uh, isolating to tarot readers who are brand new, who are like, I guess I have to learn all like 78 cards reversed and this way before I can, I'm an official reader. No, you fucking don't. No, you don't. But like, stuff like that is what chases people away from the cards you know that fear that they're going to screw up or i don't know how to read reversals and everybody else does or i'm missing a card in my deck i have to like bury it with ceremony or whatever the fu- i don't even know but like <clears throat> <clears throat> all of that kind of misinformation or old information is just just a giant pain in my ass so jamie go ahead <laughs> Go ahead. giant like pain in my yeah. ass that's me. Like...
1: that's me no i'll take that mantle on thank you i, nice. I can be isn't that a good pain transition in the no i loved it thank you <laughs> hi everybody my name is jamie Alford. <laughs> i'm a giant pain <laughs> in melissa Sinova's ass you can also buy my book terms <laughs> of our life where i show you shit that i've done we
0: are shelf together so often yes, girl oh my
1: god it's so cool we're like you know book, you we're, we're bookshelf buddies yeah i love it <laughs> But um, when I started out, no, I, I got overwhelmed with everything in that little booklet. Um, I did the Tarot of Witches by U.S. Games, the one that was in the James Bond thing. And first off, how many keywords do they fucking want you to quote unquote memorize? And I was in junior high and I'm like, fuck this. I'm not going to do that. And then the idea of, wait a minute, what's the significator? Wait a minute, there's, there, there's 10 cards in a Celtic cross, but you're supposed to add another one? Wait, what, why, where? And they don't really even describe that shit. So high school or junior high, high school, Jamie said, fuck it, this is too hard. I'm going to go play with I Chang instead. So, and then I came back. Yeah, then I came back kind of in college and I didn't even then. However, through learning from other people from reading in books and you know intentional polling which kind of can be you know again like we said in um, the first part of this today's kind of significator type draw where you pull a card with intent you power it up kind of like how Hillary was saying in a Leonard Mond reading and um You know, you go with it. You read cards before cards after. So yeah, in that sense, I use the significator. But as far as like the old dead, you know, occult white guy, dead white guy society thing. No, I never used it. I, I I don't (laughs) want to
0: fuck the golden dawn. Let me tell you why. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, and I know, and, you know, Golden,
1: like, Golden Dawn's fine. I know, like Benabelle subscribes to a lot of Golden Dawn um, policies no, and so like goody. picking and stuff. I'm goody. also left-handed, so it's like one of those things where they say you must only cut your cards left-handed. Right. And I'm like, but I'm a lefty. Do well, I have to use my right? Harder. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's hard. I mean, according Harder. to like you know, according to um, Golden Dawn via you know Benapel's thing, I I I'm a knight of wands. But like, if you look at like astrologic wise, I'm like the Five of Wands. So there's There's, all this. You're a
0: hierophant, and everybody knows it. Like, that's another thing. That's another thing that like. Never mind. I'm not going. It's still your turn. This is why I went last. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, there are reasons.
2: And also, like, interestingly enough, like you're mentioning about being the Knight of Wands, like, um, and and also you're the you're the Page of Wands in in, um. In one of the tarot decks that is out. Yeah. I'm the page of one and another. Yeah. 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 So like, does yeah. that mean that that's our significator for all time? I don't I know. I like to not. brag,
0: but I'm the because, high priestess. So,
1: oh so Yeah, whatever. Yeah, but Hillary's <laughs> yeah.
0: got it tattooed
1: on her arm. Yeah, And it's but, not your face on yeah, her but, arm either. Yeah, but. Shut up. But yeah, it's, all know, I got. it's just, when you're <laughs> starting out, to me, there's that information overload. And like I said in my, in, like I say in my book. You know, we don't rely on our intuition to start out. We, we go to Mary Kay Greer, we go to Bennebel, we go to all the, you know, whatever the modern day, you know, popular um, or, you know, high folks, you know, the ones that have the big books out or the most recommended the books teachers, our teachers the teachers. Yeah. And then we we overwrite what our intuition says. You know, I'm sure there are people out there that, you know, are like, you know, they have these great meetings about the cards and then they're like, but what does Melissa Cenovis say? Oh, she says this and it must be more true than my my truth.
0: Now, well, hold on, because if anybody's studying my shit, you know, I don't give a fuck what y'all do. Just figure out what (laughs) works best. Right.
1: But there are people that could be out there doing that. Like some people, you know, will say, well, you said this in your book. I'm like, yeah, because that's my truth at the time that I wrote the book and when it was published.
0: Yeah. You know? and, and there, I'm like, but you, thinking you say so- that
2: you say that all the time, Melissa, about like when if uh, Kitchen Table Tarot had been published, like now it would be a completely different book to it would what be you an wrote Entirely
0: out. different mm-hmm. book. And actually, I'm kind of revisiting it right now actually. for reasons that I can't talk about. Um, And I'm reading my my book again. And I'll tell you what, I, I thought I knew some shit. I, I didn't know shit. And (laughs) I wrote it seven (laughs) years ago. And I, I know so much more now than I did then. And, and then I knew what, 27 years worth of tarot study. And even now I look at it seven years later and I was like wrong, incorrect (laughs) off course, totally missed like all of the, uh, You know, like I had a whole chapter on, listen, I know the writer White smith is really white. Just fucking get it and learn from it and then go find a deck that has your face in it. Which at the time, there were (laughs) literally 15 tarot decks that had people of color or black folks in them or queer folks. Literally 15. I pulled Twitter. I pulled Facebook. I went through every card catalog that I had. Um, I went through the internet. I found 15. Seven years later, I can't count them. There's countless number. So clearly that advice was was good for that time. But if I were to write that book today, I would be like, you know what? I have decks that have like all white folks in, like, I love the Dreaming Way Tarot. I love the Prairie Tarot. That actually has some indigenous folks in it in a non-degrading way, where they're not like eating maize while living in a teepee with the headdress. Like, you know what I'm saying? They weren't stereotypes. But um, the so I apologize prairie tarot. It's one of my favorites. Uh, but they do have indigenous folks, but no black folks. And like, um, and, but now you can look at the tarot and your face is there, like, Mm -hmm. hopefully. Right. Um, but that's one of the reasons I think the significators are stupid (laughs) because listen, okay. So we're limited to, this is, I learned from Eden Gray because I'm, I'm old and, um, and Eden Gray was very insistent that you choose a card. And it was always kind of like a dark-haired, dark-eyed woman or yeah. a light-haired, light this. So it was very gender-structured. So gender was a huge deal. Um, and as we know now, gender is a construct. So that whole thing is fucked. Because I would identify as the king of swords. And I am not, I mean, I am cis, but I'm not a straight white male is as he presents and um and why do i have to be a girl i don't want to be a girl you know Mm -hmm. i i i I don't want
1: to be i mean i never wanted to be a queen it's like, right. you know,
0: I like being active. I like
1: doing other stuff. And, you know, that means that all three of us, if we went to this Eden Gray slash, you know, the old mm-hmm. doubt, shout, dead white guy society <laughs> stuff, we would <laughs> never that's be. That's never going to be funny. That's never, it's not never gonna be not going to be funny. Be I don't, But if you think about it, you know, we're only limited to being a queen because of our gender. Yeah. We're, and you know, I the use stereotype.
0: them. I would do readings and, and I would use them because that's, as Hillary said, I was taught you have to have a significant or you have to choose something. And then I get kind of went buck wild like 15 years ago. And I was like, you yeah, know, this is fucking stupid. Because as my my friend Bo Joffrin pointed out, we're in every deck. Like we're in every card in every deck. It's it's a yeah. language of symbols. We are represented in every card. So like when I vandalize kitchen table tarot, which I might start doing soon again we're raising the price cause they take forever and I've been sick, but you know, everyone is like a mini tarot class cha-ching, cha-ching. Anyway. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, it's, I, I am the three of swords some days, some days I, I am embodying the tarot mm-hmm. or, um, in each and every way. Some days I'm the tower. Some days I'm the two of swords and I can't get off that bench until I figure out what to do or I can't get up and do the dishes because my mind is so full and I'm just trying to keep my balance, you know? Um, So every single card in the deck is a significator of who I am. And that generally comes out in people's readings. So I will give a reading. I always start with a six card spread, which you'll find in my book kitchen table of tarot. Am I plugging enough tonight? I
1: plugged a bit. So yeah, that's true. Now we just need
0: Hillary to plug, you know, at some point. Yeah, I do my
2: Friday nights. Fridays,
0: Fridays, 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 Fridays. Fridays. Um, six p.m. Eastern time. Um, (laughs) six thirty p.m. Sorry. You <laughs> interrupt um, us, we interrupt you, you know. That's yeah. it. Turn that's
2: about fair. your
1: play. Hey, no, I
2: like, I like that you're saying that it's just like I can be a different tarot mm-hmm. card in a different day or even multiple tarot cards in one day. Yeah. What I found about like the whole significator concept is that sometimes the significator is where I am for a season and then I move on and I mm-hmm. kind of evolve through either that suit or i realize that i need to embrace that energy i might not be mm-hmm. i might not be encapsulated in that energy but i know that i want to embrace that energy so i work with that energy i don't necessarily yeah. know if that's significator or not, because significator to me is where you are, not necessarily where you're going, but I'm definitely using those concepts that this is yeah. where I am. This is where I want to yeah. be as a person. Yeah.
0: And there are readings. Like when I do a reading, I'll point to a card and go, this is you, this is the eight mm-hmm. of wands. This is you, you're stuck in indecision, you know, and you can't move forward unless you make a goddamn decision. That's how life works or life will make that decision for you. And there, there go your opportunities. And you're stuck with what the universe hands you. Yeah. And so I will, I will pick a card like that and say, this is you. Or when I, what I was talking about earlier with the vandalized books, I always write, look, it's you on a card because I get kind of a vibe for the person that I'm vandalizing for. And, uh, and I'm like, you know what? Your energy feels a lot like this. And for Hillary's, it's really funny. I wasn't even thinking about it. I picked the, the high priestess. And I was like, look at you. And then later I was like, oh, bitch has a tattoo of that. That's awesome. It's like, I'm psychic. <laughs> um, but I I feel like they can, I, I wrote up, there's a spell in Kitchen Table Magic where you use a tarot card to focus your energy and you pull one specifically. I think that that's a great way to use them. I think, um, and we touched on all of this in the first one that we did, like, like the good reasons to use them. But I find, especially for beginning tarot readers, they can be a pain in the ass. You know, and they can make, make a tarot reading unnecessarily complicated, um, especially if you're starting with a goddamn Celtic cross, because that's 11 cards and on your table just, now. Please and don't
1: start with it. Yes, please, please don't start don't. with don't. that. I mean, like that one.
0: One. George. Ten two. one or two. Ten three.
1: I mean, it almost killed oh. me. The Celtic cross almost turned me off a of tarot. And I am so glad that I pushed through later because I, I, it's now my best friend. You know, it's what I would yeah, take for the island. If I, I was, love, yeah.
2: I love the Celtic cross because it can, be, can provide a snapshot of the, the client's life um, in a way that like no other spread has done before. <laughs> like, like I just like it. I, I, and I understand how I work with the Celtic cross, you know, it's not the same for everybody. And sometimes the positional meanings are a little bit different and I'm just like, Ooh, what, that's how you read that position. That's interesting. And so I'm always like reminded of that. But again, it's like using what works for you first find out what works for you. And sometimes it is a matter of when you're a beginner, you don't know what's going to work for you. So sometimes it is nice Mm -hmm. to have that structure and maybe significators can be a part of that structure, but only if you try it out and you find that it works for you. If it doesn't yeah.
0: work for you, don't continue to do it. It's like it's as you said, like it's like when I if it says I have to shuffle into my left hand, if I'm left handed, does it mean I shuffle into my right hand? What the fuck? What's the science here? And space um, math, hand space right. math. Or
1: <laughs> you space know, math
0: nice. I have to read reversals. <laughs> do I really have to? No, you don't. It complicates. I don't... Yeah. I don't read reversals so at all in my. I feel like practice. half of our podcast is going. nuh-uh. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's a really fair thing because this overcomplicated my readings. I was doing readings back in the early '90s for you know queer folks who you know I, we didn't really have the word non gender binary, but they they were NBs and um, and I was like okay significator I I don't know what do you think and they're like fuck I don't know you know and it was unnecessarily complicated. For folks um, who were not on the gender binary. And when I was reading for people of color or black folks, like, here, pick one of these white people (laughs) that represents (laughs) you the best. You know what I'm saying? It's like, like, why? Why on earth? You know, can we just skip this part and get to the reading? And should a card call out to me, here's your client. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the significator. That's well, the one that I want. And
1: it's also like yeah. the, the, the ones that back in the day, we'd also like, you know, for relationship readings, you know, who am I going to meet? It's like, if you did that with like the, uh, Smith weight deck, it'd be, oh, you're just going to meet a white person <laughs> no matter what, yes. you know, there's no person no in it. You sorry. Know? Yeah. Sorry. sorry. Your partner's going to be either a white, you know, a white dude or a white woman with various hair colors.
0: And that's it. That's your those are your only options, which is an uh, opportunity for us to discuss white privilege because that's what white privilege is, not having any other option. Like white is the standard, and every other option is, you know, optional. It's like having when you pass by those fucking college signs, and there's like the one black kid and the one Indian kid, and then the rest are white faces, like that kind of thing. Um, that's white privilege. And um, there's nothing wrong with using decks from back in the day, like. I don't, I think that, but you know, when I read for clients, I only read with with decks that have diversity now. I don't use my other um, cards for decks. I'll do them for pulls of the day. Like the Dreaming Way Tarot, I think it's one of the most beautiful, the Shadowscapes deck, the Prairie Tarot. Yeah. I keep saying that, but there are people of color in it. Um, but like all of these older decks that had white folks, because we just didn't know there wasn't know anything better. else and there wasn't anything else yeah and i think that now (coughs) that we've girl yeah go for it (laughs) now that we've had the um the veil lifted i guess a little bit and we're all seeing what what white privilege really is it's not being held back because of your race it's being denied opportunities because of your race and um and it's, you know, these are opportunities that all three of us as white folks have always had, we could always yeah. find our face in a tarot deck. So it didn't occur to us to, to wonder, I wonder if everybody else is as comfortable as this as I am. And now luckily, you know, we're getting educated and we're learning more. And this is why I constantly say you have to stay in student mind when you get into tarot. You cannot just say tarot is a language of symbols. And you just in, in, uh, extrapolate from those symbols. No, you, we don't do that anymore. That's, that's not how we treat it. We try to at least give a shot in making sure that it's representative because it matters. It really, really matters. So I don't use significators because I feel like it's unnecessary. But if I'm doing a magic spell, like our buddy Georgie passed away, I had his card from pocket appears on my altar for a month. And, um, and I've had other difficulties and I've pulled a card that I really just needed. Like I had Erica Badu's card from the, um, uh, which deck the nineties tarot, um, up like here where I could see it on my desk when I was really, really sick because she was the death card. And I was like, fucking, all right, I'm going to work with her right here. And so I use them as significators in my magic, but I don't necessarily use them as significators in my readings Mm -hmm. and like I said you do you like I ain't mad about it um I don't think Jamie or Hillary are mad about it but I think it's important for us to delve into why we do what we do to make sure that the roots aren't kind of like nefarious not not evil but just kind of like subtle insidious thoughtless Yeah. Careless. Where it's very thoughtless for us to look at a deck full of white people and say, just pick whoever you feel the closest to that's kind of shitty. And now that we know that we can do better. Right. So, um, if you use significators, God bless you. Enjoy. I think whatever, <laughs> if you don't, that's fine. Don't care. Um, but I think the biggest thing that all of us would like, like the three readers here who are sharing this is just do what feels right. Like as we end every show about options in tarot, just do what feels right. If you feel that it's important to need one, I find the best way to pick a significator for a client is to let them pick it themselves. I will, I will display the cards and I, you know, I, I used to, and I would say, which one of these guys feels right to you? You know what I'm saying? And I would spread out the whole like here and I'd let them pick through it way before COVID time um and find the deck that they're like oh my god I had a dog like that and they picked out strength and I'm like what kind of fucking dog did you have lady um, <laughs> or like rawr. the personality if
2: they if if you give it to them and and are just like here pick yours and they're just like I don't I don't feel comfortable doing it like because I don't understand I'm just like okay well what would you say your personality traits are because i will always go towards yeah. personality rather than gender or physical description because that's really where you're going to identify where your significator is and if you happen to be dealing with other people you know like hey i'm i'm a single woman i am looking for another single woman mm-hmm. you know like and and trying to again this works more with magic for me yep. yes mm-hmm. <laughs> for definite but you know sometimes my clients will ask me, like, I'm looking for love. I'm looking for, I'm looking for miss right now. And I happen to be queer and I'm looking for another woman and I want to have some sexy, sexy, fun time. I'm not looking for anything serious. I'm just like, okay, cool. <laughs> so here's like, let's look for your card. Let's look for their card. Mm-hmm. Let's shuffle up and activate those cards. Kind yep. of similar to yep. Lenormand. And let's see where these cards are coming up and what are the cards between them to see, how you can bring this person to you?
0: I would like to put my face on her face. Let's see how that's going to work out. I like, I like it. using index I cards. I like that sometimes. a lot. That's like, great, Hillary. Like when,
1: when people want index like cards? index cards, instead of using a significator from the tarot, sometimes I will use index cards. Oh, you want a new car? Okay, well, let's write down, you know, make model year price on Look that. At and shit.
0: So, I mean, again, magic y tarot reading. I love it. I love all of this. Yeah, this again so there's great.
1: yeah, as as we mentioned before, I mean, they have their place both in the old dead white guy version and our new modern, you know, use an index card for anything. You know,
0: an old white guy's going to hear you say that and get real mad and grumpy and he's going to walk around all mad all day. I'm well,
1: predict- and that's funny. Sure. But a, a de- you know, but again, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about like know, those I'm that have been dead you. for over 100 to 200 years. You know, that would be I- interesting though. If we had a, we had a
2: listener that Ooh. was a original golden dawn, dead white guy,
1: you know, that would be we- interesting. Okay, listeners. If we have an, an listen, Golden Dawn, I if or someone you
0: love has been victimized by the Golden Dawn, <laughs> <laughs> sorry,
1: I need to have Kendra um, do like in the arms of an angel or something over this part.
0: You may be suffering from mesothelioma. Okay. Listen, we just went off track. All right, are we? How long We're we've been back. doing this? Uh, probably a
1: half about. hour. I mean, we should just wrap, yeah, up around. Let's
0: just wrap up okay. So, like as usual, your card slingers, your handy-dandy coast to coast card slingers are recommending you do whatever the fuck you want. However, figure out why you're doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Because it's got you know, i'm 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 writing a lot right now, and some of the stuff I'm writing about is that as tarot readers, we need to look into our past and see where we could have done better right? As a community, this is not pointing fingers. I'm not mad at Eden Grace. She taught me how to use my favorite tools, my livelihood. I'm not mad about it, but we have to look back and see that it was exclusionary and classist. And then we have to do our very best to knock down those gate. Like we have to knock down those walls because this should be an open practice that everybody is comfortable using and that they feel themselves in so that they can go Oh, look, I had a dog like that freaky ass looking lion, which literally what actually happened in a reading. And I looked at her and I go, fucking kind of dog do you have? And she was like, oh, he's a mutt. And I'm like, oh, terrifying,
1: you know, examine, examine your roots.
0: Yep. I think that's what I was trying to say. I will say what I want to say, Jamie. Say what I know. That's actually very succinct. Thank you. Um, <laughs> that'll be
1: $150 for
0: editing. Ah, oh, oh, bitch. <laughs> okay. Oh, we got to do. Okay. Listen. Okay. So um, <laughs> thank you for our two-part series on significators. Um, and our. I love how our conclusion is so much like the Wheel of Fortune. We're all like, nah. <laughs> they are what they
1: are. You Power. decide. Listener. Exactly. <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't care. It's on your wheel. I don't give a fuck. So anyway, uh, yeah. Next time we're going to be talking about, what is it? We did the, we're going to do temperance. Temperance. Yeah. Which is the okay. card for Sagittarius. Could somebody email us and tell me how that fucking makes sense. Space math, space math wise, because we are the least temperate people that I've ever met. If
2: you think about it in the terms of alchemy, <laughs> it makes a lot of
0: more sense. Mm -hmm. all right well we're gonna be talking a lot about that and hillary's gonna space math my ass and uh and i'd be happy to hey i'm gonna eat some popcorn i need everybody to just just be gentle to yourself would you just for me you know give it a shot all right i'll catch you guys later right we out